Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. I'm just going to say the name, Matthew Bosco. Come on. Every time he comes on, you know you're in for a real treat. My buddy, my pal, my mentor. I just love this dude. And he just recently published his best-selling book. That's right. Bestseller health to vitality. And what I have to say is hoochie mama. It's about time. Love him. Love his book. It's going to inspire so many people to look at the way they see well-being in a whole different view. That's right. And he even created an app to go with it. Yes, that's right. So we talked about a lot of different things. Yes, of course, we touched on his book, but there isn't a person I mean this, that this interview couldn't benefit, inspire. So Matt and I would really appreciate you sending this around, creating it for us, liking it. You know there's going to be people that benefit from hearing Matt. And we have such a great time. So hopefully you'll have a great time. And of course, I have to thank you for supporting me on my journey for my speaking gigs and my workshops and my master classes with my books and listening to my podcast. You guys are the bomb, the best. I love you guys. And again, if you know anybody that would be an amazing guest from around the world that's making a positive, powerful difference, send them my way. But for now, here's Matthew. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Well, 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 my let's keep it real people. I've been threatening. I've been promising. You're like, where is your friend, your mentor? You know, that dude you call Matt. And actually, we connected again because I send what you might not know, these funny, I don't want to call them emojis, but figurines that dance. And then it reminds people, oh, crapola, we haven't connected. So Matt and I actually connected yesterday about other things, and here we are on the podcast. Matt, welcome. I missed you, Sandy. I missed you too. I and love your little gifs you send me. And is that what they're called, gifs? I believe so. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Well, I don't want to be one of those stats that say, why don't we get together more often? And then a year yeah, later, exactly. we see her at the holiday party. Well, we changed that yesterday. We did. Okay. Right. We're going to, we're going to make sure we connect every month now. All right. Yes, we are. That's plus right. we're going to do a funny panel and solve the world's problems with humor, but that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. That's kind of in our Matt, spare time. Yeah. In our spare time. You don't need to sleep. Oh, wait, that's a chapter in your book. Okay. Wait a second. Let's just talk about <laughs> you. In case I like you how don't. you did that. The one and only Matthew Labasco. Let me just read it because I don't have it on my screen. I don't like that. He is an author of best-selling book, baby, health to vitality, long time coming. Yeah, baby. Yes, this is mostly going to be about the book because this is going to be one of your guidebooks. I'm just telling you, you know, I don't have many I recommend, but it is a guidebook. He's also a presenter in a vitality coach, which they had a lot of questions about that. We'll get to that. I, I hope so. In psychology from Rutgers College is a movement specialist, practitioner of applied modern psychology. This I do not know. I don't know if this is new. And Heart Math Institute resilience coach. When did it's that true. happen? It's all true. I, well, I, it, it happened officially last year, but I've been studying with Heart Math. They're, they're just, their stuff is so fascinating and cutting edge. I've always always studied and, and and admired their research, but I officially took their course and got certified last year. Another thing I might have to do. Okay. Matthew has spent the last two decades liberating thousands of individuals from the shackles, love the cover, of the healthcare system and empowering them to create and know a life of vitality. All right. 
Now, before we get into it, what's your one word to best describe the past 30 days and why? And you're not allowed to pick vitality. Inspiration. Uh, yeah, man. Excitement, inspired. Uh, yeah, in my journal entries the last couple of days, I, I feel like at the end of the day, when I put my journal entry in, I've been writing another amazing day. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's really been like that the last week or so. And I feel like things are just gelling and aligning in a way. And it's been, it's been the energy and inspiration to just keep pursuing this meaningful thing. This journey has just been on fire lately. So we're going to dive right into it. This is, I got about, I'm going to say the top 10 questions for my peeps for you. Let's I'm go. Ready. You ready? The first one is exactly what you're talking about. One, do you pay your friends to say they journal? <laughs> or do they really journal? Because you know how I'm into journaling. <laughs> and, By the way, I, I need that check resent to me. I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Do Does he... So do you really <laughs> journal every day? And if so, how long? Because, you know, I'm all about first the one to three minutes and then. And, of course, they ask, does it really make a difference? Now, the reason they ask that is because, you know, me and the journals. Blah, sure, sure. No, I think you're I think that's some of the best advice you give people. <laughs> um, not only not only crap, but that one. We're on the mud. No, but seriously, like that, that is so important and I'll, and I'll explain why, but not only just journal, but the way in which you invite people to do it, I think is really powerful and important to, to, to kind of highlight because the way I started my journaling was I just said, I have to write something on that piece of paper every morning and every night. Like I just have to write something. So there are some journal entries and I'm not joking that say, I don't want to do this right now. Oh, so, I but I have it. to write something, right? Like I'm, I'm annoyed that I'm doing this right now. Like this is so annoying. Creating the habit. Yeah, good old, good old uh, James Clear helps with that, right? Like, what a yeah. great book. But, but like, yeah. So I, I just committed to myself. You are going to write something on that piece of paper in the morning and at night, um, just to get into the habit. So I'm, I'm, when it comes to habits, to me, it's always keep the bar low, which is why I love your one to three minutes. Like keep yeah. the bar low, make it something Bare you can do. minimum, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bam. Yes, exactly. And so, uh, to, so that, that, that's the first thing that I would say got me going. And yes, I absolutely do it. Um, why do I do it? Was that the other question or what do I get out of it? How do you do it? Do you really think it works for you? Yeah. So my intention to doing it, and this has been a major kick that I've been on, is getting closer to the truth. So what do I mean by that? Yes. So that's a big word that I just said, the T-R-U-T-H. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> to me, the truth is becoming more aware. And I don't think there's a destination called truth. I think it's the discovery and pursuit of it. But it's moving closer to the truth. So, so the truth, the way I'm orienting to the word truth is I want to get more connected to what's happening inside of me and get more connected to myself. So stopping, and, 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 I, and I do believe doing this work and coaching people for quite some time now, like, like the only way to really do this is we have to slow down. If we don't slow down, we can't see what's there. We're going to be on those, we'll call them automatic pilot, um, old schemas, templates that is important for us to have. The brain needs this cognitive unconscious templates because we have to be able to act fast in the world. We wouldn't be able to survive. We can't stop and slow down and analyze everything. We wouldn't be able to function. So there's different parts of the brain, you know, the um, thinking fast, thinking slow is a great book. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the author's name, but he talks about you know, the brain that thinks very quickly and the brain that slows down and analyzes, you know, I don't know if you've heard this, Sandy, but how many, how many animals did Moses bring on the ark? Do you know? No, I don't. Oh God, I should know, right? Yeah, right. Like, you know, the ark and the animals and all yeah, that. Yeah, I know, the giraffe, elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how many of each animal Moses brought on the ark? Two of everything, they said. 
Yes, exactly. But it wasn't Moses. It was Noah. So this is a, this is an example he uses in the book that the brain goes, it goes so fast that it didn't slow down to actually listen to what I said. It just assumed, Oh, the ark, you know what I mean? Like it was, it's Noah, not, not Moses. And so the brain has a tendency to do this. We just go so fast and we need to do it in order to function in the world. So my whole point is what I've realized. Not to study my religion. Well, (laughs) besides that you need to catch up on your religion, but, but, (laughs) but, but we have to slow down in order to get connected to what is and acknowledge what's happening. And so the journaling is one of the things I've been doing to slow myself down, to get more connected to what's actually happening. Um, and I'll, I can tell you what I've discovered through this process, even recently, if you want me to keep going. I mean, I know we have so much to talk about. And we can really go on our little oh, I do. together. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go down that lane and it opens up all these other amazing doors. What I've noticed is like when I would wake up in the morning, I would have this sense, and it's this interesting thing that I've realized has been there for a long time, that I, I there's this restlessness, mm-hmm. whether you want to call it restless, anxiety, and this need to get downstairs. Okay, so I, my bedroom's on the second floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to get downstairs, get in the kitchen where everybody's at. And it's it's just interesting. And and as I've been doing this journaling, I've noticed that there's this, mm. I wake up and I'm like, I, I can't, I got I can't journal. I, I got to get downstairs. And, but, but what I would do is I would stop and say, well, wait a minute, what, what's happening right now? Like really connecting to what's happening inside me. Like what is happening? Like, why do I feel this pull or need to get downstairs? Like, am I, do I have a plane to catch? Like what's going on? And so I, I started to realize that this undercurrent of restlessness and anxiety is there more than I realized. But the only way I knew to ignore, the only way I, I discovered this was slowing it down. And the journal entry was one of the things. So, so I'll write in my journal. I, I have that feeling right now that I need to get downstairs. And it's very interesting. And I'm not really sure why. Right. And I don't, I just, I just acknowledge and become aware of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and, and then I say, okay, and I just write about it. God, that's so interesting. You know, um, what is it that I feel like I need to do? Why do I have this need to go do something? Like, and to me, that undercurrent, if I, if I was to give it a name and I see it in so many people, I, I really think it's pretty much prevalent in our society, is this underlying current that we're not safe. And there, there's something we have to do to regulate this thing that's inside of us that, that that everything's okay like like it's okay i'm okay and so again i i know we are definitely jumping off this no, we're not. We're on we're not. some on some things but no we're not and i've reflected on this a lot and i could i mean again we could keep going here if you wanted to but but the journaling has been so freaking powerful yeah i'm learning so much about me it's just an exploration of myself. And honestly, whenever I sit down to write in the beginning or the end of the day, I literally just write whatever occurs to me. Like sometimes I'm like, Hey, here are the cool, here are the things I have to do today. Here are the things I'm excited about. Um, Hey, I had an inter at the end of the day. Hey, I had that, like a thing that's, that was on my God, I had that interaction with my son today and I just didn't like how I showed up there. Like I, I, I was short with him or I really want to look at, at how I can, like, there's something communicating to me emotionally that, I didn't like the way I showed up there. I want to learn from that. Like what, ha- like, so it's just co- this constant exploration of myself and it's the good old know thyself. So that's how I use journal. I'm so glad that you took us on that journey, Matt, for so many reasons. One is I was just talking to one of my colleagues and I was saying how magical it is when you have a certain belief system and you talk it about it with someone else of a like mind and they explain it in a totally different way than you would explain it. And I love that. That's what I love about you. Not that we always agree, but the overall big picture, we're on the same map. And what you're saying validates some different things that I couldn't get across to some people. 
of the same exact thing of why I do the way I do. And so you explain it differently and that inspires other people. And let me tell you why I'm thinking that because people who say, I don't have time to journal. I have time to this. I'm like, yeah, well, you're, you're the people that need it more because it just stops and does help you just be with you and what's going on. But the thing that I say, because I get a lot of people that say the same thing to me, well, I can't stop in the bed. I got to go downstairs. I got to make the call, whatever it is they're rushing to. So I say, okie dokie. What if 30 seconds before your feetsies hit the floor, you just sit there and breathe and think about a word of how you want to show up today. And what inevitably happens when they go, okay, I can do 30 seconds. They do a little more. Mm-hmm. And then 100%. sometimes they even have the journal by their bedside. So they don't run out of bed and make sure the kids aren't throwing the cereal all over, catching the buzz, the spouse didn't make the coffee. It's just those times. But you said it totally different. And I love that. And the same thing with you. I haven't heard it said this way before. Getting to know you. And you said it was discovery of truth. And that to so me is the thing that regulates us. Because I got yeah. slammed with this all the time. And because you're coming on, they're like, you are two people to talk about it. So <laughs> a lot of people who are exploring what they're all about on the edge and think it's possible to change, but they're not quite sure. So you self-help people in, in a fun way. We'll say the same thing, but then come up with, no, it's not living, it's vitality. No, it's not loving, it's love. It's not this system, it's that. And they use work. You and I were talking about this a few years ago. You don't even remember. It's not joy. It's And we use cement, like the words. And a lot of us, they feel go, no, it's all about the dream. No, 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 no. It's all about connecting you. No, 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 no. And they, we get hung up on these one words when we're all kind of saying the same thing. And basically, they want to know, I'll quote one person. What the hell? I agree with you. I think most of what's, and I, again, here's my little jaded perspective. Your opinion but, is mad. Yes, so yeah, 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 sure. I think we are we are in a world where everybody's being coached to find their niche, to be different, to stand out. And so there's a ton of wordsmithing and semantic-y language. And oh, wait, I, wait, say that again. Wordsmithing. I love that. <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, I don't do eight minute abs. I do seven minute abs. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's my product, right? You know, and so I I totally get why people think that. And I think you guys are 100% spot on. And it's it is a little nauseating. And I was actually on a call yesterday with these people that are helping me like, you know, who's your audience and what's your avatar and what do you do? And you know what I mean? Like the classic conversation, right? You know, exactly. And, and I, and, and I literally, they're asking me these questions and I'm just like, they could see I'm getting annoyed and like, I'm, well, I'm frustrated. I can't get the words to come out of my mouth. And the guy says to me, listen, I know I put you on the spot. Don't worry about it. I go, no, it's not that. It's like, I'm just so tired of saying the same, like you, like it's everybody says the same thing. It's the same crap, just said in a different way. And so I totally agree with whoever wrote that. And I think you're right. And I think, and again, this is me. So take it as you, you know, whatever. I think a lot, most of the stuff out there is smoke and mirrors. Um, I do think there are some incredible people doing incredible things. It's just, you gotta, you just gotta sieve through it, you know? Um, So I, 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 what the hell I hear you and it's frustrates me. Um, And I, I I guess, I I don't know if there was a question there besides what they want your opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. I really do. And, you know, one of my things, and I said to the guy, I said, listen, 
one of the things that have that I have practiced in my practice is I don't want to tell you what I do. I want to show you. And so I, 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 I kid you not, I had a lady come in last week that was told she needed surgery on her shoulder. Now I could get on the phone with her and say, yeah, man, I'm going to, I, I will give you vitality, not health. And you should come see me and I'm going to do the vitality thing. You don't want to do the health, like whatever, who cares? I don't even right. know what the hell you're even saying right now. Right. <laughs> and so instead I'm like, come in and let me show you if, if let me see if I can help you first of yeah. all, because if you said you need surgery, maybe you do. I don't know, right. but let me send me your MRIs. Let me look at them, blah, 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 blah. And so she comes in and I'm like, she sent me her MRIs. I'm like, all right, you have a tear in your rotator cuff. I've seen a thousand times worse MRIs on shoulders. But so, so far from the MRI, I don't see, oh my God, definitely surgery. Not a job. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is me saying to myself, okay, sorry. This is me saying, (laughs) sorry, it's going to be kicked off the air, man. Like, are we going to get, we going to get booted? Sorry. Sorry. I'm not the most PC person. Sorry. So, okay. So in Matt's uneducated, non-whatever opinion, I looked at this MRI as a non-doctor and said, I have seen people with worse MRIs Manage not to have surgery. How about that? Is that better? Yeah. Can we awesome. can we delete the other part? We'll put keep. No, that in. we're keeping this. Okay. Shit. <laughs> Go ahead. And so she came in, and and I'm like, all right, well, let me let me evaluate this. Let me see what's going on. And and I looked at her, and you know, I was like, all right, like clearly there's an injury here. Um, but, yeah. Um, I I, I said I said to myself, I said, man, I I I just don't feel like. I don't think we're at the level where she needs surgery. I think yeah. if, if, if we do the proper things, like the, the system heals itself. And, and, and I think we could create an environment. This is what myself, I said, all right, well, I'm going to just try a couple things. And I kid you not. I know some people are listening to this. Some people are watching this, but she came in and she could, she could move her arm past this part of like, she could get it higher than this. And when Didn't I asked you? her to put her arm behind her back, she could barely, that's as far as she could go. I said, all right, let me, let me just try a couple things on you. Okay. Cause I'll know very quickly if I'll be able to help you. And so I did a couple things. I, I, I got her shoulder. I got some things moving that I, that were clearly stuck. And it was tissue that was stuck way before the injury where she fell on her shoulder. And it wasn't even some, like she fell off a horse. It was a relatively, as far as falls go, it wasn't like a major fall. Mm. Right. And so I, I mean, there, again, I don't get into all of that, but to make a long story short, I, I did some work on her shoulder, some of the remodeling that I talk about in the book. And, you know, she, I said, all right, well, how are you doing? And she took her arm and put it, just lifted it straight up, no pain. And, and she reached her arm and her hand got behind her back. And I said, well, if you respond, if you're responding that way to five minutes of work, I think it's probably worth us doing some things together because I'm not sure. Am I, I don't know. Am I allowed to say it? Okay. All right. All right. I'm not sure if you, if surgery is the only option. Okay. I don't say you don't need a psychiatrist. Just come see me. I'll make that. Yeah. And, and, but, but again, the whole point of me saying this is I'd much rather show people than tell people. Um, yeah. and, and I'm so Matt, there, there is these two guys that do a, a podcast and there, I thought of you because they are always reviewing people in the wellness space that wrote books like in 1920 and 1930. And they're referring to them. And then they look at little clips, you know, for what they had from back then. And and they're always saying a couple of things that I don't know, these pearls of wisdom that you have said to me over the years that I, I it just resonates with me. And I'll say, oh, Matt, you know, I don't want to do that because I don't want anybody to think that I got it from their system. You know, I used to say that I don't because, you know, I already have my own books. And yeah. so I try not to read anybody else's books and or then people think I'm borrowing for them. And you said to me, Sandy, nothing is new. Everybody's been saying the same thing for thousands of years. It's just everybody puts their own spin it. So use it. Don't use it. Borrow it. You know, 
And that's what these two guys were saying. They were like, hello, 1923 or 25. Same thing. But they also say this. Don't take our word for it. I mean, we're trying to do our part and expose you to this. Mm -hmm. But one of these may work for you. Mm -hmm. And you might resonate with this one versus that one or this one. Go explore and see which ones guide you on your. And I love that. That to me resonates as well as let's get right into the third question then, because this is my sticky Wiccan. Oh, I love sticky Wiccans. Yeah. And I have to get over it. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this one is. man. Oh, the suspense so, is killing me. With me too. Putting together. From my keynote, my TEDx, you know, it's like, what makes you different? What's the one idea that the whole world doesn't know? And in my head goes nothing. <laughs> they know it all. It's just how I'm going to present, inspire it. But I keep getting asked, well, doesn't your book have a system? Doesn't your book have a system? And all of a sudden, my shoulders go up like this. That's probably why my neck was tight. And I go, it's not a system. It's a guidebook. <laughs> Calm down. No, 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 no. It's a guidebook. It's just to help them on their path, on their journey. And they're like, okay, so it's a system. <laughs> so I think I have an issue with it because there are systems and maybe they're loose systems. So they said, we want to hear what your Matt thinks about you on this issue because i do feel there are amazing systems out there here's my thing matt before i go off on a whole nother tangent i am fortunate enough to have the most i think brilliant people and the most loving people on my podcast i'm not kidding you for 10 years i attract people coming from peace love and joy who truly want to make a difference in the world so let's just check that off i feel so blessed you are on a whole nother planet because I just love you to pieces brother from another mother. Okay. So that being said, many of them, and I do this on part, will come on with their belief system and or a system. And that's it. It's the Holy Grail. And even if you want to go into just, let's do something easy like food. I don't even know what the meditarians call, but like the caveman mm-hmm. thing or then the vegan, and then the, and these are doctors and scientists, and they believe this is the way. And I truly believe with all my heart that they do. And I think they're successful in part because of that, because they are so focused. I'm like a jack of all trades and master of none sometimes, but it's because I embrace it all, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I think, well, and then I read your food section. That's totally different. And so not today, but <laughs> so you'll get that if you read this book. So my question, is it me getting over that? Like it's just semantics. Cause I keep saying, no, it's a guidebook. It's not a system. Well, they, want pers- to, they want you to slap me around, you know what I mean? Well, Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're into that. Huh? All right. No, um, <laughs> not another show. Okay, sorry, wrong, wrong podcast. Um, my perception. Sex experts on. Oh yeah, Ooh. is that so? You are doing a different type of podcast. Got it. <laughs> being, it's all about well. Being. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Go ahead. I'm Semantics again. All right. right. Um, my perception is for whatever for this idea of a system. I perceive you feel like it restrains you or keeps you like stuck in one way of doing something that I don't want people to think this is the only way. Yeah, I got you. Um, You know, and I think it also, it it has you take a stand and say, Hey, this, because there are things that you, that you would stand for and say, Hey, this is what I believe in. Yes, I would. Exactly. So those are things that that you are saying, hey, this is like, I believe this to be the way to treat another human. Yes. Okay. So there is a place where you're, you, you say well, yeah. the, this is the belief. 
And yeah, so this, I, they're strong and I will not rock. Exactly. So there are some things you've completely stand for as far as this belief is the way that I engage in the world. And I don't tolerate to basically people that operate in this other way. Right. Right. Yeah. So this other space is not a place where I, that, that I, that I don't think you have a line of, well, if you believe that and it works for you, it's fine. Um, and if you believe that and it works for you, fine. But I don't think you would say, well, if you believe that torturing puppies works for you, whatever. Okay, I got it. Fine. Yeah. Good I don't me. really care. Yeah. You follow me? So I don't yeah. believe you, you perceive that going in this direction or that direction really, like whatever floats your boat. You just opened my eyes to something. You're right. No, for me, if I can feel it's resonating from peace, love, and joy, then that's who I attract to. And that's who I listen to. And that's what I want to understand and know more about. Not that we don't all have egos because we all do. But when I feel like it's taking over and it's their way or the highway, not to mention any names of different people that are helping a lot of people. But to me, it's like, are you kidding me? Can't you see this? And my whole body shakes. Because it's more about them than helping others. Yeah. And that's what doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. That's a, there's a, there's an emotional communication that says there's something not right here. And you should trust that in my opinion. And you're probably right. So basically he's, you're agreeing with me. No. Well, no, I, I understand why you're hesitant to have a system. Now I will say the other side of that coin is if you want to have the impact that you that I know you're intending to have, people do need steps and guidelines because yeah, you know, right. at least to get started, right? Yeah. And so yeah. the challenge can be to create a, I think of it as like a guide or a template for them to explore these things themselves. Like to me, how do we empower people to discover their truth? And we have to be so careful about planting certain narratives that lead them down a certain path that they wouldn't have walked on if the narrative wasn't there. This is the challenge that I have as I've been creating some of my new courses that go with the book. I want to empower people to discover their truth without me leading the witness too much, so to speak. I don't, I don't want to say, well, you know, you know, that's what I believe. Yes. Like, it's like, well, you know, um, you just want to be grateful or, Hey, you know what? Like the, what, like these are all narratives. Hey, the universe provides like, these are narratives and I'm not saying they're good, they're bad, but they create a framework. Okay. Interesting. And so, and it's, it's a, it's a fine line. And and I think when we're messing with people, people's psyche and their, in their, in their minds, man, like it is, it is not something to take lightly. As you know, I've been involved with organizations and I've learned this in a, in the, in, in not a, in a very direct way for myself and saw the impact it was having. And I'm like, Oh man, like when anybody allows you into the sacred space of their mind and their belief structures, like you really need to be tuned up yourself to go anywhere close to somebody else's psyche, man, in my opinion, because there's a, and, and, and just the, the road to hell starts with what? Good intentions. Exactly. And that's where we got. I thought that was going to be another trick like Moses. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's, it's just, it's not as, I think we have a tendency to categorically think it's like, it's either this way or that way. It's like, there's like an infinite amount of other options in between these two things. It's just, it's just not as simple as I think we, we make it. Yeah. And it's an, it's an ongoing discovery. Like you said, every single day, it's not like, yeah, I'm here, but you are making me think of things differently, you know, because it's really not system guide path. It's for me, not making them feel like, yeah, you got here because of me. And this is the only way, because even when somebody, I have to learn to say thank you a little bit more, but even when a client says to me, 
oh my God, I wouldn't have been able to do that without you. And I'm like, that's not true. You were just ready for me. I was here. Yeah, but that that is could also be true. See, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, like, like there are facilitators, there are people that nudge us when we need the nudge. Now we had to get to the place where we were even there for them to nudge us. So to me, it's a, it's a, it's a collective effort. Like when we learn how to work interdependent with our environment and others, it's a win for everybody. I think, you know, the overcorrection that can happen is I've been dependent. So now I'm going to be independent and I'm going to be reliant on myself. And I'm only, it's like, it's an overcorrection. It's like, yeah, no, learn how to be interdependent. Know that nobody that's accomplished anything did it by themselves. I don't care who you are. That's true. Everybody had somebody helping and guiding and nudging. And and it was, it was all part of the process. So yeah, Yeah. people are going to bump into you, Sandy. And they're going to be nudged in a lot of extremely helpful ways. And you should own that. Good point. You've had an incredible influence on my life. See, I have to go. Thank you. Yeah, good job. See, I'm giving you an opportunity. And no, I did it. <laughs> and guess what? We've mutually benefited from knowing each other. Our relationship is 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 mutually beneficial like you know what i'm saying like relationships don't work if both parties are not benefiting in some way to move towards the thing that's meaningful to them i just had an enlightenment so i know what it is for some of it for me and i've seen this i'm sure you have too when i was coming up in the business world there were people that scared the heck out of me by saying different things like, oh, once you get to that level and once you, you're going to change, people change. And the truth is, I did see some people change. Mm-hmm. Like they were so much about serving others and coming from peace, love and joy. But they got caught up. And then someone's like, oh, if you do this, but you, you don't do this. Well, and they that line that we were talking about got really blurry because they were on an upswing and you'll help more people and you'll do this. But really, I'm like... And I think, Matt, for me, a lot, I'm like, I'm so sometimes scared. I don't want to do that, that I hold myself back like, oh, no, I don't want to be that way. It's so an overcorrection. Yes. That's an overcorrection. Yeah. Do you follow I, me? It's yeah. an overcorrection. You should be mindful of that, in my opinion. Yeah. Because that's a fear that's legit. It's a legitimate communication from our system. Yeah. Hey, and the, and the way to integrate the communication is I need to be mindful as I grow and as I become a greater influencer, as I have more resources, because I want to make sure my mission stays my mission. Yeah. So I'm going to put in place things that keep me accountable to the mission as an example. I love that. You're brilliant. You're wise. <laughs> okay. No, note to self. All right. Let's get into the book. Now, you know, I love Matt, but. Even though I love them, I wouldn't have brought them on about this book. I very rarely do this. I said at the beginning, I'm going to say it again. Whether the system or guidebook or pathway, the way you put this together, you were definitely connected to your higher source, your inner voice. It (laughs) is brilliant. I love the pillars. I do. I love pillar one movement, pillar two systemic and pillar three. The And I like the way you break it down. And there's so many pearls of wisdom in here. And really, I honestly believe this. There isn't anyone who couldn't benefit from this book. Cause you know, sometimes you say, this is for this person. This mm-hmm. is for that. It, it really does cover all aspects. And depending on which area, like you want to home into. Yeah. It's there for you. That being said, and they're definitely going to get the book and make sure you rate it because I'm so bad at saying that for myself, but rate, 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 because it really does help. And he's got a lot of stars already, but some sections that blocked off because I had my friends here. Now I want to just have a disclaimer. They may have had a few wines before they had. (laughs) Ooh, this is going to be good. And then they were going to different things so I marked off 
And I used the card that says, I like that idea. So there you go. I saw that. <laughs> but let's go into, we're going to come back to sugar because I don't want to home in on that. But the time we have, which is about what started the conversation about semantics and words. Let's talk about your view and emotions. Oh, okay. So we're going to take a small topic. Uh, I, it's, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, I, I'm glad you picked that one because honestly, it's one of the ones I'm so... And there's things that, you know, Matt says in here, like the danger of pursuing happiness. But then again, you do break it down, which I like. The biological purpose of emotions may be different in other people's viewpoints. But the thing that I'm sure you get asked a lot and they homed in on is why you should not try to manage, mitigate, or avoid stress. Uh, and yeah. I know this is a big topic. Yes and no. And there's a lot to unpack. But again, not a doctor, buy the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just my humor. And I know we may not get into the movement stuff, remodel, reprogram, condition, enhance, but that's brilliant too. But I want to get into this because this was a whole night of them going through going, huh? What? Wait a minute. See, you people. <laughs> Yeah, well, me. and they said the same. It's like the nutrition world. Yeah, it's true. Only they're right. It. So they're right. So I'll start by saying the entire book aligns with one gr giant philosophy or or truth in as far as I have seen clinically and uh, practically, and and then I'll go into the stress thing. Because I think it leads oh, yeah, into no, it, Sandy. It's an overview. Yeah. Wait, let me get my emotions in check. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> there, there's the fundamental principle that I'm operating from across across the board in the book, and like, like I said, it's based on clinical experience and practical application of myself. And like I said, working with the clients for two decades now, is there's a baseline assumption that the body knows better than us. And the body's on our side. And I've said at my clinic for many years that, and this is before I even really understood the stress thing the way I do today, is the biggest thing we need to do is get out of the body's way. Because it usually knows what needs to happen. And the what it's doing, there is hundreds, tens of thousands of years of evolution and adaptation and reason for what it's doing. So instead of assuming what it's doing is wrong, bad, we should eliminate, maybe we just don't understand it. Maybe we need to understand it better, okay? As opposed to having these things told to us, narratives that say, oh, that's wrong what your body's doing, but don't worry, we have a thing that can fix it that happens to be connected to a billion dollar industry. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't, that's a coincidence. <laughs> call it collateral damage, call it, uh, excuse me, not well, collateral damage for sure. That was a Freudian slip, but call it uh, unintended consequences. <laughs> but so that baseline premise. And when I, when I, when with this lady that came up with the shoulder problem, yeah. It's like, how do I put the body in a position so it can do what it does best, which is heal itself? So I'm not healing this rotator cuff. I'm not making, I'm not magically making it better. Just because she was able to lift her arm up doesn't mean that the muscles are magically not torn anymore. That's ridiculous. It's still torn. And this is the conversation I have to have with her is listen, I know it feels better, but understand like the, 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 there's still a tear there. So the system needs to repair and heal it. I'm just putting your shoulder in an environment that allows the system to do what it's designed to do, which is to heal it. So I'm trying to get us out of the way of the body doing what it does in such an incredibly miraculous way. Okay. So that's the bigger context. Is that you with me, Sandy? No, and uh, that's pearls of wisdom. That's something that you guys should keep rewinding and listen to again or watch again, because that has never been said like that before. At least don't. Okay. And so 
from that context, when you think about stress, the stress response, and you think about yeah. why the body would be doing this, from a very just simple, simple standpoint, stress response is the mobilization of resources. It's the mobilization of of glucose. It's the mobilization of oxygen. Like your heart rate goes up. Like the 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 body basically mobilizes resources to take action. Is that fair? Yes. Say that again. The stress response mobilizes resources for us to be in high action. Okay. Okay. Right. Like it's the heart rate goes up. Our slums, like the, like the, the, the blood goes to the, to go, you know, goes to the extreme. Like there's a whole cascade of events happening that basically nudge us to be in high action. Now, why would the body do that? And here's the reason, because there's something that has presented itself that we need to address. We need to do something differently because there's a situation that we need to address. Okay. Um, And so like, think of it like a, 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 a light on your dashboard going off, like your tire, the tire pressure on your, on your, on your right front tire is losing air. And so the light comes on. It's communicating to you, Hey, you need to pay attention here. Okay. Um, and so, but it could be annoying to have these signals going off while you're driving. So, and we don't have time to friggin' deal with whatever the thing is that might be the problem. So we create these hacks to shut it off, like breathing. Oh, let me breathe for 90 seconds and the stress will go away. That's like me saying, if you want that light on your dashboard, that's telling you your tires leaking air to go off because it's annoying you. Just hold this button down for 90 seconds and it'll disappear. Ah, this is so great. I don't have to deal with it right now. Okay. Instead. Wait a minute. minute. (laughs) I wish we had two more hours, but we don't. Well, I mean, you opened up a, uh, this is a monster subject. I know. I know. Okay. But isn't that just a method that's been proven scientifically to calm you down when you're in an anxiety, not attack, but overwhelmed. That doesn't mean it's gone away, but there that does if the deep breathing regulate your system. Yes, but here's what you're doing. The emotion of anxiety overwhelm, this frustration specifically, actually, which is super interesting with in neuroscience literature right now. Frustration is directly correlated to making your brain more plastic. So the the motion of frustration actually triggers neuroplasticity in the brain. What's neuroplasticity for? Learning. So the emotion of frustration actually opens you up to learn more. Okay. And so what we're doing is if we if we diminish the emotions, we're we're dampening the motivation to do something. Like take action. Like these are the, like these emotions are coming up to take, to, to motivate us to take action because something in our space is not okay. So we need to do something. Something needs to change. And so if we breathe and shut off the emotion, we're dampening the motivation to take action in some case. Now there are, there, there there's, this is a big conversation because there are, emotional communications that have been going off for some people 40 and 50 years that have never been integrated properly. That's a whole nother conversation. And I talk about this in the book. You do. but I do. But, but from a, just a, a, a fundamental, like I said, biological purpose of emotion is it's a communication system. And, and when something that's important to us is is there's an is interfered with or is in jeopardy this system reacts and it does so because it's like hey what's happening we need to make an adjustment here i'll tell your audience real quick and i know we have like minutes left here now i mean go ahead there's one way to never be stressed again there's one thing that is required 
for you to be stressed, Sandy. Do you know what that is? One thing. If you eliminate this one thing, you will never be stressed again. I go to my next life? That's okay. There's two things. <laughs> well played. Yes, there's two things. No, but that's not the one I was talking about. Let me ask you this, Sandy. How? Oh my God, Matt. I'm thinking, how do we leave these people on no, this? I'm just saying, man. But here it is. You know what it is? No. Care. If you stopped caring, you wouldn't be stressed anymore. And some F people have opted F for F that. F the kids. F the, yeah. That, but seriously, right? Like, were you stressed about the um, uh, the fact that the Detroit Lions didn't make the playoffs this year? Was that, do you lose the sleep over uh, Kept me up all night. No. I figured, I, right? I, yes, I, of course I, not, because you don't care, right? And so, okay. so there is no stress there. All right, can but, we just back up a second? Because we definitely need to come back to this, or they're going to be so going to be riots? Mad and mad at me, but and we will have Matt back on. But I think that the can of worms, forget the emotion stuff. We're gonna have to come back to that. Or well, emotions get... and stress I put in the same camp, just for the record. Yeah. Um they're both communication systems. Let's let let's give people an example because I, I think they'll benefit. Because many, many people teach the breathing. Oh, I'm I'm fully aware. I call it a house of cards, but go ahead. I have so many questions. I'm going to explore this. But here you are. Yes. Getting ready to do something. Uh -huh. Walking out the door in your house. And all of a sudden you start having this overwhelmed feeling. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't like driving, getting on a train, getting on a plane. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And you just do these breathing exercises that like all is going to be well, this will pass, I will be fine. Are you suggest not a doctor? Are you suggesting don't do that? Because I just want to clarify. Yeah. So I think a specific In example would be helpful. I, a specific example would be helpful. In that moment. So here I'll answer it in two ways. I think that's helpful to help someone function through the day so that they can do what they need to do. I'm all for it. It. No, diff no, no different than taking an Advil to help with your knee pain so that you can walk to the market and get the groceries for your kids. Nothing wrong with Advil. Okay. Okay. There's a place. So sure. If that helps me function, I I'll never take anything away from it. But the, but the bigger question that I would have for that person is what is that communicating to you. why does it why do you need to do the breathing exercise every single time you leave the house there's a communication from your body that hasn't been integrated yet so yes the breathing can be helpful so you can function that day just like advil's helpful to get rid of your headaches you can think at your presentation okay but the bigger reflection and the bigger dive is what, what is the system communicating to me? Why is this communication coming here? And when I, I, that is, ex, is explored, you can actually find out the, what the communication is integrated and you won't need to breathe every time you leave the house. Or forget every time, it could be you're nervous about driving or getting on a plane and whatever it is i mean it's impossible to feel that way when you start doing that four-sided breath it's impossible it calms well, you down exactly just like taking advil will eliminate knee pain it's a little bit healthier way ah uh, maybe okay so so take arnica instead to get rid of the knee pain uh, you know what i'm yeah, saying I like whatever whatever it is you know what i'm saying okay. matt every other person that's come on my podcast is going to be like, see the talk because they so much scientific proof about breath. I, but I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. It does. It does help. help. You're making it like a band-aid. It, but I believe it is because here's my definition of a band-aid. If I have to do this thing over and over and over and over and over again to function. To relax me. Yeah. Okay, why is that, again, besides the healthy like card, I need a glass of wine to make it through my day. I need to do my breathing to make it through the day. I need to do my exercise. I love the way you put day. breathing with wine. 
but but this is how this is what our society is doing. So instead of drinking wine to function, I breathe. It's better for sure, but but if you look at it, is it really that different? Are we actually addressing what's happening if I have to constantly do the thing? If I have to do body work on this woman every single day for the rest of her life, am I really addressing root cause here? Probably not. And so I had my mentor and I, and I said it in the book, which I, do, I love him for to this day. And this has been my mission is I'm not here to put people on my 401k plan where they need this thing to function in the world for the rest of their life. Like I, I, I'm, what I'm saying is let's, let's go after this in a different way. And I understand it's different. And so this yeah. is why I'm, this is not semantics, the difference between vitality and healthy. It's very different. <laughs> so I love you, Matt. Ciao, status quo. All right, listen, here's the deal. I know my Let's Keep It Real people are going to have so many questions, but here's the way I want to end all this because we do have to end, <laughs> unfortunately. Most of you, no, all of the people that tune in to me have an open mind to explore different ways. And when you, besides just reading the book, just ask yourself, is it possible that this would help me get to my truth? And is it possible if I looked at this and did a deeper dive that it just may get rid of the shackles? I mean, it's just some things to think about. And I know many of you, if you read the entire book, you'd be like, okay, now the whole thing, it makes sense. So this is what I'm going to ask you to do, Matt. Tell us where they can find you. Because I know besides the book, when this goes out, there might be an app coming up. I did. So they can do workshops <laughs> and work with you as well. Yes. Yeah. So obviously you get the book at Amazon, Barnes and Noble now. Um, uh, probably the two main like, like university places you can get them. Um yeah. You can, my website is in the process of kind of being rejiggered with all the things I have going on. It's MatthewLabosco.com. You can still go there. Um, but like, like you said, Sandy, I'm going to have an app that's coming out in February, which just, there's going to be a ton of free content on this. I mean, yeah. just a ton of stuff. I mean, even with the book, there's a ton of resources that come with the book. Like you go to the website, you, you basically yeah. have access to all these videos and all this stuff. And I'm do chapter summaries to just really try to explain these things in 65 different ways. Cause I understand I am truly coming from a different perspective. This is not semantic -y, marketing niche -y stuff. I'm not, I'm not. No, and so at all, not at all. Yeah. So, so, so I'm really doing my best to give people the resources so that they can explore this for themselves. And, and again, challenge it like ask questions please I, again i i'm i'm in the process of exploring and learning about this myself um so but the app is going to be a vehicle that will really help to integrate this and yes there'll be courses you can take deep to take deep dives on really how do i integrate this emotional communication now like like how do i actually do this and 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 there's opportunities to work in with me and in, in small group coaching and like there's lots of opportunities coming down the pipeline so it's very exciting and I'm well, don't so you worry matt because when this goes up your app is going to be out oh the app is out go get it i just <laughs> yeah look for matthew oh, yeah. Lasco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right my let's keep it real people come on you're going to want to share this like it rate it matt and i would Deeply appreciate it, Always. as well as get the book for yourself and your friends and your family for birthdays, holidays, whatever you celebrate. I'm telling you, no one will say, why the heck did you get me that book? Matt, anything we didn't get in, <laughs> you want to get in in like 10 seconds? <laughs> uh, just, I just think what you said, Sandy, uh, just keep your eyes open and honestly, be okay with challenging some base, some, some core belief structures that we may have all opted in for. 
that if you just look at what are the results of me engaging with this belief structure, what is it? What has it led to? Is 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 there another way, or what would it look like if I opted in for this other way to look at it? And just be open minded and be willing to explore, um, and trust yourself, man. Like that's the biggest one. And but you can't. You got to get to know yourself in order to trust yourself. And I, I just don't settle. Is really really the big thing. Just don't settle for anything. Oh, I like anything less than the most extraordinary existence you could possibly create. Just don't settle. I like that. All right. Thank you, Matt. I love you. I love, love you too. You know that. You I'm too. so glad we did this. Until Absolutely. next time, you know what I'm going to say. Toodles! Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.